0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
2: Rarely does a figure in sports come around and intertwine himself into the very fabric of its history. The kind of figure where you can't talk about the sport without talking about that person. Nick Saban was college football for more than two decades. And on Wednesday, he called it a career. And speaking of legends taking their leave, Pete Carroll is stepping down from being the Seahawks coach. What's next in Seattle? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today.
1: Searching all major sports found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel we'll Make Every Moment More. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit fanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Nick Saban shocked the sports world on Wednesday with an announcement to his team, at least, according to the reports at the time. That he is retiring after 28 seasons as a collegiate head coach, six national titles at Alabama, of course, another at LSU. And it had everyone, I think, going, Holy cow, Luke Robinson from Locked On Tide joins me now. And and Luke, this was a startling, startling announcement. We are recording this w- within a half an hour of the announcement. Just walk me through your reaction when you saw the news. Um,
3: it wasn't that I saw the news. I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is tough. I mean, if there's an Alabama fan out there watching this, uh, they understand what I'm going through. I mean, it is uh, very difficult. It is like, um, it, it's almost like a relative passing. I mean, it, I, I mean, obviously he hadn't passed away, but, uh, this is, uh, he, he gave Alabama fans some of the, the greatest times of their lives, but, but going back to your question, um, I was actually in my car. I just gotten done working out and I decided I wasn't going to listen to sports talk today because I was like, I'm just sort of burnt out for the moment. I just cut a podcast ourselves where I'd said, hey, I know we're having a team meeting day. I'm told it's just routine. And I was told it was just routine. And uh, so I wasn't worried about retirement at all. Zach Blackerby of Locked On Auburn, of all people, called me and said, you got to do a podcast right now. And I said, what do you talking (laughs) why?" I just did one. He said, Nick Saban's retiring. I said, man, don't don't do this to me. I'm not in the mood. I've had a long day. He said, I'm not teasing. And then immediately, like soon as he called, my phone blew up with text and everything else. And I've done nothing but be on the phone since then. And um, people who I know who are even close to Nick Saban, they were like, I don't believe you. And. Then they'd call me back five minutes later and go, it's true. And, I mean, this is how out of left field it was. Um, I don't – nobody should be mad at anybody for not knowing this. Mm. This this is completely out of the blue. Um, but it's also very Nick Saban-like. And uh, my understanding is it was a very short and sweet meeting with the players where he essentially said, I feel like um, maybe I have, have not been doing my best for y'all and doing the best for my health. And I, I'm And I'm paraphrasing. And um, he's—he just said it's time to go. And um, I think that is the most Nick Saban way to go out—not in a tearful, you know, I'm—I'm—I've done all I can do, and I love this place kind of way. He—he, he, I think he actually said in there, "I love Alabama. I love. I will. My heart will forever be here." Something like that. Um, but man, I, I'm telling you, is—I'm sorry that this is my visceral reaction. Y'all mm-hmm. are getting nothing prepared. I'm—I'm I'm blown away. And, uh, you know, I picked up, I had to go pick up my seven-year-old daughter Raver Zach called me, right? Because um, my wife had a medical procedure this morning, nothing serious, but she couldn't go get her. So I had to go get her. And I was like, I need to get on a podcast now. And I pick up my daughter and she goes, dad, like, I didn't know she knew anything. She's a seven-year-old in first grade. I'm going mm-hmm. to pick her up at an after-school program. She goes, dad, how sad are you that Nick Saban's retiring? She said, I just want to throw something. I mean, that's how I felt. I was like, oh my God, she is my daughter. No more need for a paternity <laughs> test. That's my
1: daughter.
2: Yeah, and please don't apologize. The visceral reaction is is exactly, I think, what a lot of other Alabama fans are feeling. And just college football fans, sports fans. I mean, Nick Saban has been college football now for for two decades. And it there is going to be a hole in the college football landscape without Nick Saban. There's no question about it. Um, he is uh, unquestionably at the moment, at least the greatest college football coach Ever, um, as, you, as you work through this, what is, when you just think about Nick Saban and his time at Alabama, what is going to be the thing that you remember the most? Whether, whether it's a flashbulb moment, whether it is something about his coaching style, what is the thing for you that will be your indelible memory, at least as you sit here today? Because I'm sure over time, that answer will change. Consistent
3: greatness is the first term that comes to mind. Um, But the the second thing that comes to mind is adaptation, he, his ability to go with the flow, his ability to recognize what was happening and then even warn some people like, OK, y'all want this do y'all want football to be hurry up offense? Is that what y'all want? And everybody was like a resounding. Yes. He said, (laughs) okay, I'll do that too. And then he did it as well or better than anybody else. Sure. Um, I think about the Clemson game in 2015, where he realizes, Hey man, we we have this awesome defense and we got the best running back in the country, but we can't stop Deshaun Watson and we got to do something. So he onside kicks it in a way. I've never
2: seen anybody do it before. He, he, the, the how about, change- how about benching your starting quarterback in the national title game? How about that one? I mean, and again, by the way, <laughs> lucky
3: me, I've, I've been at every single national championship game of Nick Saban at Alabama. I just had the opportunity to go to all of them and they were all amazing. I mean, I, you know, you think about the, the moments that Alabama has under him. They're just absolutely incredible. Um, his ability to, uh, recruit, his ability to speak the truth. I mean, he told Tyrion Arnold, I mean, this is a guy that was an all-American, Tyrion Arnold, uh, as I'll say this with a lot of confidence, wanted to come back to Alabama. I mean, he wanted to come back. And in this NIL era, that's not crazy because you can make money uh, at school. But Saban was like, buddy, you got to go. You're a first rounder. You need to, this is, this is your future. You got, I know what you want to do. This is what you need to do. And and Tarion takes his advice. That's just a coach coach being super honest. Now, in, in hindsight now, people will say, well, it, I mean, Nick Saban knew he was leaving. I don't know that Nick Saban knew he was leaving at that time. Maybe this is something that we're going to find out. Maybe this is something that happened quite quickly. I don't know. Um, it's so hard to digest
2: it right now. This is uh, like a really, really bad meal. <laughs> Get daily updates on the search for Nick Saban's replacement by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Bama on your favorite podcast app, and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, Saban had the tide rolling for almost 20 straight years. What will his rivals remember about him? The NFL playoffs are coming, and now's the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also a lot of weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. Alabama odds are currently 10-1 to to win next year's national championship, according to FanDuel. They're fourth behind Georgia, 3-1, Ohio State, 7-1, and Texas, plus 750. Oregon and the defending champ Michigan Right behind the Crimson Tide at twelve to one. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com/slash and do the NFL season right. Fanduel, official partner of the NFL.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel.
1: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: 17 years and six days ago, Nick Saban was introduced at a press conference as the 27th head coach of the Alabama football team. Alabama went 6-6 and that season, including a loss to Auburn, which made it six years in a row at the time. The Tide had lost the Iron Bowl. Saban only lost to Auburn four more times in his tenure, finishing 12-5 and against Alabama's bitter rivals.
4: I'm Zach Blackerby with Locked On Auburn, and obviously every Iron Bowl something crazy seems to happen, but the one I'm going to remember most is the last one that Nick Saban was a part of. Whether you call it the 4th and 31, or the, the Isaiah Bond ridiculous catch, or the Milrow Magic, or the Milrow Miracle, I mean, that was... There's been a lot of kind of crazy endings for the Iron Bowl, but those typically go in Auburn's favor. Now was the one that went in Nick Saban in Alabama's favor, and it was a great throw by Milrow, and it was obviously a great call because it worked. But to me, that's the one where Nick Saban ripped my heart out the most. As, as somebody, I, I took my wife to her first Iron Bowl. We're sitting in the corner where Bond caught it. It was brutal. It was brutal. I still wake up in the middle of the night sweating thinking about it. But uh, obviously, uh, hats off to the GOATs. And uh, yeah, the 4th and 31 was definitely the time that hurt the most. Props to you, Nick Saban. Enjoy retirement.
2: Saban led Alabama to nine SEC titles in his administration. Combined with his time at LSU, he personally oversaw 11 conference titles while only ever losing once in the title game. His lone loss came against Tim Tebow in Florida in 2008.
5: I don't typically celebrate when a coach retires. However, Nick Saban, I am so happy, is gone because Nick Saban actually ruined an entire day, an entire season for me when I was 13 years old. Little 13 years old. I was like 4 foot 11 when I was 13. So I was tiny. And Nick Saban, you made not just Tim Tebow cry. You made me cry, Brian Olsen, of oh, now locked on Gators, but that SEC championship game, for me, was just absolutely heartbreaking because Nick Saban wasn't Nick Saban when he did it. Nick, like, Nick Saban wasn't arguably the greatest college football coach of all time. This was the start of the Alabama dynasty. But for me, it was Florida, 12-0, coming off an absolute stomping over Florida State. Florida, a team that routinely scored 40, 50, and two times that season scored 60 points, and a defense that allowed 20 points just twice, and a season high 23 points before that SEC championship game. And what could possibly be thought of as the birth of the Alabama dynasty? Oh man. 32 to 13. Alabama demolished. Herb stomp the Florida Gators and made, again, made, made 13-year-old, little 13-year-old me cry and ruin my day. But I will thank you because your retirement made my entire week. 2024 is wonderful now that Nick Saban has retired. So thank you so much for finally, finally retiring Nick Saban.
2: Saban produced more first-round picks than he had losses at Alabama. The 44 first-rounders Alabama boasted during his tenure include four Heisman winners and a streak of 15 years hearing an Alabama player's name in the first round. And how can we not mention the fact that no coach has won more national championships than Saban? No one has coached more first-round picks. No one has coached more college football playoff teams. And only five coaches have more career wins all of them coached at least 10 more years than Saban. It
0: it's crazy Marler uh you know reading the article um you know 72 years old and when I read the the line he just completed his 17th season at Alabama I said that's not right. Yeah. And then I was like no, it has been. It does not feel I mean, you know, I was in school when 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 you know, he went to alabama um you know remembered his years at, at lsu i'll tell the story in a second how i almost ran him over once um but it, it's crazy how how quickly time flew by, flies by and uh look he's accomplished almost everything you can yeah. in the sport i mean you know what, what you just chasing an all-time wins list now if you, just, if you keep coaching right. i mean you know you, you've done everything you can but I, I got to think a lot of this, I did our uh, an interview earlier today, Mario, I got to think a lot of this has to do with the changing landscape of college football with NIL, with having to re-recruit your roster every offseason. And he has got all the resources in the world. He was doing a fantastic job with it. But man, at 72, that's got to take its toll, right?
2: Coming up, the Seattle Seahawks will be looking for a head coach for the first time in 14 years after parting ways with Pete Carroll. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and views from your seat with the best price guarantee, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. GameTime has plenty of last-minute tickets to your favorite team's games. They also make it easy to get in the gate with flash deals and zone deals. They make it easy to buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They've got views from all the seats in the venue, so you know what you're getting before you buy. GameTime has the lowest price guarantee. Take the guesswork. Out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked L O C K E D On for twenty dollars off. Game Time. Last minute tickets. The lowest price guaranteed.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: After 14 seasons in Seattle, a Super Bowl title and another loss, Pete Carroll becomes, at least for a moment, the most surprising coaching change of the day. Nick Saban eventually overtook him. He is out as the Seahawks head coach. Corbin Smith from Locked On Seahawks joins me now. And Corbin, a lot of people were really surprised by this move. You were not. Why? This felt like this
6: was a move that had slowly been coming to fruition the last month and a half, even two months. This defense has struggled so much for the Seahawks, and this is not a one year thing. They have not finished better than 11th in total defense since 2017. And the last two years, they've been 25th and 24th in points allowed. Pete Carroll has built his reputation as a defensive coach. It just didn't seem like I don't want to say that the players weren't buying in because that seems a little harsh, but there was clearly a disconnect between the coach and the players. Whatever was being coached on the practice field was not translating to game day. And that's one of the big reasons that they are sitting at home and not going to the postseason. And that run defense was historically bad the last seven or eight weeks. And I think the Seahawks organization probably approached Pete Carroll and said, you need to bring in a proven coach from the outside as your defensive coordinator to bring in some new ideas. And I just don't think Pete Carroll was going to be game for that. And ultimately it led to this decision to make him an advisory role rather than a coach.
2: And, and that is part of the weirdness in all of this that he is going to stay with the organization. um, Assuming that this is something that he said, okay, I agree to that from Pete Carroll's side. Why do you think he would say, okay, I'll be an advisor rather than try and be a head coach somewhere else? Presumably there would be some other teams that would say, hey, Pete, come on over. We'll see what ends up happening on that front. Everything that okay. was said in the
6: press conference suggested, well, we don't know what this role is yeah. that has been up. A terrible by-
2: press conference, by the yeah. way.
6: I, I'm wondering if this could be one of those cases where is more of a ceremonial advisory role, just to keep him involved. From that perspective, I just don't know how involved he is still going to be. John Schneider now has all the keys to the kingdom. He's been splitting it with Pete Carroll the last 14 years. That's no longer going to be the case. We'll we'll see how Pete Carroll handles this because he is 72 going on 25. I just don't know if it's going to be something where he has to step back and he isn't too involved with what's going on. I don't know if he is going to be able to withstand the itch to coach. And, oh, by the way, there's an opening in Los Angeles right now. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but this could be something when he distances himself from this, even a week or so, he might be like, this isn't what I want. Who knows what the Seahawks ultimately have on the table? Maybe he has a legitimate role that he's still going to be involved with personnel decisions, things of that nature. But I would be somewhat surprised if that's the case.
2: Stay up to date all year on the Seattle Seahawks by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Seahawks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And finally, one more Saban stat to wrap up today's show. In the 17 years he coached Alabama, the Crimson Tide won 201 games. That's 30 more than the number of wins Alabama had during the 24 years between Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. Truly one of the best to ever coach on the gridiron. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, the Bears are actually keeping Matt Eberflus, So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason,